You're listening to Going Legit with Rachel Dorsey. Going Legit explores entrepreneurship at every stage across industries. But right now, during this time of outbreak and widespread coronavirus, we're shifting focus not to talk about how businesses are thriving and growing, but how small businesses are pivoting and shifting their models to survive. Thank you for being here. Karen, you're a night owl. I know I pulled you away from art making to talk with me. Um, how you doing tonight? Um, well, talking to you, I'm feeling a lot better. This is this is so great to connect with you right now. Um, but if you mean overall as as like how I'm feeling today, um, I'd say I've been on a pretty leveled five um, on a scale of one to ten. One being chilly F and 10 being panicked. Um, currently unemployed in the niche of photography that I do, which is portraiture. Can't work in that way anymore or until the unforeseen future. Um, so every day it's, uh, I'm out of five. Where I, And granted, I scale between three to eight. <laughs> I'll have like bursts of eight. Um, every now and then. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm at a five, which keeps me on edge enough to show up every day for myself and prioritize my work and seeing how I'm going to shift what I'm going to be doing next. Yeah, yeah. So I was particularly interested in speaking with you because as su- like you are a portrait photographer and that does require you to be in person with somebody. And so I'm imagining that this, that, that the, the new, the shelter in place, the fact that we can't be within six feet of each other. Um, and even if we can be, we shouldn't be, um, that's, you know, basically completely decimated your, your workload Mm -hmm. until like you said, the, you know, whoever knows when Mm -hmm. things will get picked back up. But immediately I saw you dive into creativity and, and I have been incredibly inspired by you every day showing up on your creativity challenges. And I'd love to just hear a little bit about that challenge, about why you're doing it, um, what that experience is like for you. Yeah, happily. Um, I think artists find different ways of getting inspired when I'm in work mode, my inspiration comes from my subjects. Um, but as far as personal projects go, it's hard for me to commit to personal work or series. Um, it usually gets put on the back burner for me. Um, and sometimes I will create an image or so when I'm feeling intense. So a lot of my inspiration when it's personal is usually because I'm feeling very intense about something, whether it's positive and celebratory or grief, sadness, frustration. Um, It's been a wild week and I'm a person who's in tuned with their emotions and also observe that of others, my community, society. Um, So what inspired this new series, which I call it a 30 day challenge. It might not be called that, but, and it might not even be 30 days. I, I'm kind of curious to see it through longer than that, whether it's 50 days or a hundred days. I'm not sure. All I know is that, 
Um, I don't know if that was the day when shelter, no, shelter in place wasn't, hasn't, hadn't started yet, but, um, people were in a panic. Um, I was seeing it through social media. I was having conversations about it with my friends and my peers. Certain jobs were starting to cancel because there was a lot of chaos and frenzy. Um, and it was around the panic when I was hearing that people were buying, out Costco-sized toilet paper and Clorox wipes, and um, and me and my housemates hadn't been in that panic state, and we we're like, well, should we go buy it? Like, what do, we, what are we, what are we doing? Are are we not fully in this, or how? What's happening? What's going on? Um, and uh, actually, what started it was a text. Uh, so I woke up uh, one morning. So this was on my mind. This was in my subconscious. I think I might have dreamt about it. Um, and I woke up one morning and it was like 7 a.m. And I immediately texted a fellow photographer friend, my studio mate, Kate Miller. And I was just like, hey, <laughs> I had this visual when I first woke up. Um, how do you feel about being partially nude, covered in plastic and for the for the sake of art? <laughs> and she was like, great. <laughs> And uh, I was like, great, okay, I'll meet you at the studio later this afternoon and we'll touch base and figure out the details. Um, and I think I said something like, it's my coronavirus statement because it was, it was just when everyone was starting to panic and not touch each other and all these things, right? Um, so that's what started it. And we arrived at the studio and we, had, we were there for maybe like a couple hours, like maybe like four, five hours. And I created some imagery, which is the first photo of the series which is a beautiful and at the time I was feeling kind of like I was like 50 50 in my feelings of it like I was kind of worried and panicked but I was also had this like still I was trying to find the beauty in it and and knowing that before I go into those feels like there will be a light at the end of the terminal there will be meaning there will be relief eventually but <laughs> we don't I don't know when or what that would look like so I wanted to create something kind of hopeful still kind of emotive and haunting but positive. Um, and then from there, I kind of realized, um, I processed that photo. I think I stayed up pretty late that night editing through the images. Um, and I realized like, oh, like this is me processing this. And I forgot that experience. I hadn't had that kind of self-exploration in a while, um, in regards to a statement about society or what was happening in life that was outside of that was a part of me, but also outside of me. Cause I do do self-portrait work as a s introspective check-in with myself pretty often. Um, but that's more personal than it is about like what's going on, what's going on in the world. Um, and that's what started the series and, um, everyday find and finding objects, everyday objects or you know, um, like for example, I, I did do a still life of like toilet paper because again, it was a conversation that day. I think it was like, I think day three or day four of this project. Um, my housemates and I were like, so we haven't gone to Costco. We're kind of nervous to go. It sounds kind of crazy. How much toilet paper do we have in the house? And we checked in our basement and we only had like 12 rolls <laughs> left and we're like, oh man, how long is this going to last us? And then we were like, oh, every square counts, you know? And so I dissected a toilet paper roll. I think there's 425 squares. So like I went through and like did everyone and I documented it. And that was the thing. I think um, I was realizing art is, well, for me, it's always been art has been therapy. So it is something that I wanted 
if people uh, or the people that do follow me on social media, I wanted to create some, you know, in a way behind the scene contents of like whatever I'm creating that day um, and following along the process. Well, what's interesting, what's so interesting to me is that I'm almost finding myself counting the court, like I'm going to call it the quarantine, but like counting this time of shelter in place based on your making. Mm -hmm. So like for me, it was like, for me, it's like every single day, it's like the situation gets exponentially more confusing Mm -hmm. and, and, um, like if you, I'm trying not to go to the doomsday place, Mm -hmm. but it's just like every day is exponentially worse and, um, you know, day one of your art making, which is with that, you know, Kate covered in the plastic, that was like right before the shelter in place, mm-hmm. like the day before. Mm-hmm. And then the next day it was shelter in place. And then a couple days later, it was the toilet paper. And then yesterday, I think it was like the soapy gloves. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see what you're going to put out today or tonight if, if you haven't already. Um, and it's art. Art is so important, and I've also seen this this interesting um, saying going around, just like this is when artists go to work, mm-hmm. and um, it's been really interesting to see you doing that. I think um, I'm curious from your perspective for non artists, um, although like everyone has some art in them. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what you might recommend someone do to release some of this energy like is there a way that you can recommend people release some of this energy and anxiety um through any sort of medium definitely um i think at the end of the day at least for me um to create is tapping into my inner child which is to play and um to play would mean like i guess thinking back in your childlike self, like how did we find joy in those moments? Was it coloring? Was it reading a book alone in your room? Was it playing your piano? Was it baking cookies? Was it um, helping your parent in the garden or whatever that might be? Um, I think anything that you nurture um, and that brings you joy um, or anything that you make, I think cooking has been, I think is a pretty common one for a lot of people. Um, I always recommend drawing, doodling, and not judging it. Even I, okay, so the reason why I got into photography, and this was a switch from, um, when I was going to school in New York, I was in an art history track um, because I didn't, I couldn't paint or draw or sculpt, or I've never explored that, nor did I have an aptitude for it. So I was like, oh, I love talking about it, so I'll be an art dealer. Um, But what started or what made that shift is um, I wanted to continue expressing myself. My former performer self wasn't performing anymore and I needed something to continue creating, which would be, which was photography. I was like, oh, I'll go to art school and learn, you know, photography. Um, so aside from all the things that I mentioned before, drawing, doodling, cooking and whatnot, I'd say photography um, is another way for people to explore creativity um, we all have access up. Oh, I want to say we all have access to a camera phone or, um, to be able to explore that. And it's funny you mentioned that because that's something, 
I'm pivoting. So now that I have this extra time <laughs> to figure out how I'm going to make money, I actually do want to teach a virtual online class of, um, oh, actually, this was another uh, panic moment <laughs> that I had actually a couple of days ago. It was like 6 a.m. And I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay future rent? I was like, oh, I guess I could teach online classes. Um, and I titled it uh, Quarantine Edition a virtual self-portrait class, um, an exploration of self. So oh, I love that. Yeah. I, and as I mentioned earlier, I frequently take self-portraits of myself to check in, to see how I'm feeling that day. Um, or how I'm feeling during that period of time. I do it maybe like every month, every two months. Um, and a lot comes up for me. I'm very present with, um, how I'm feeling, what I want to show of myself, what I don't want to show. If I feel like joyous and smiling, if I'm feeling moody, um, it's a check-in. And so um, I want to be able to provide that as a form of art therapy for people that they can do in their home because we're home (laughs) and we have time um, or we can make time um, if if one is curious to dive into self-introspection through imagery and using themselves as a subject. And oh, I love that so much, Karen. I think I think people I think people need that therapy. I think so many people are so many people now are interested and engaged with documenting their mm-hmm. lives, which is a beautiful thing and like we are leaving anthropologies that you know people will study, you know, far far and away from now. Like we're leaving these whole like massive amounts of of content of our lives that we're leaving out in the world. And I think that if people had not had a, uh, a way to really channel that energy, um, with some learning involved, like that could be a very therapeutic and healing experience for them. Definitely. And it has even been for me. I mean, that's what I'm realizing in this project is that the intent originally from day one, I was like, well, I want to be hopeful. Um, but at the same time I need to art, uh, honor the humanity in me and that I am too experiencing frustration and sadness and in a way grieving, just grieving a loss of normalcy and, um, and that things are, have changed, not just my world, but the world in general. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a battle of that at the moment of how dark I want to go. Cause there are, there is some darkness, um, and there is a lot of intensity that I do feel, and I'm just figuring out ways to be honest about that um, through imagery. Um, but we'll see. It's I'm curious to do. I've I've never committed to a series <laughs> uh, more than ten images, and I think I'm on day twelve today. Um, so I'm curious to see the trajectory of this project as well. Um, and I too am using it like you of just seeing how many days this will all be. Um, so that's why as of now I'm calling it a 30 day project. Cause I know people do those 30 day challenges or hundred day challenge or whatever, but I'm, the ending of it might be when this all lifts again and I can photograph people again, but I'm also trying to find other ways of photographing people. Well, not yet, but you know, um, exploring other possibilities of what portrait photography might look like. Maybe it doesn't have to be in person. Maybe I'm guiding it through other ways. I don't, I don't want to say too much yet because I might include that as part of the project. So I'll leave that as a surprise of what that might love look it. like. <laughs> Give us a teaser. That's fantastic. So, okay. So my last question, if you could offer 
one word of hope or one sort of blessing of perseverance um, for all the other artists, all the other makers, creatives, people who um, have lost their jobs or whose businesses are shuttered. If there's one message of hope, what might it be? Uh, two come to mind. Um, the biggest one that I'll say all the time is, or that I live by, is this too shall pass. Which both can be, it can be for both, both joy and both sadness and anguish. So cherishing it when we have it and also knowing that it will pass when we're going through some hard times. So there's that one. But I have one more that I kind of want someone to make it into a shirt is um, also for my fellow creatives would be desperate times call for creative measures. It's our time to get creative. And I don't just mean like making art, but remembering that we have that skill set to be adaptable, shifting, um, and to utilize that. That might mean creating in different ways, curriculum, careers, shifts, projects, et cetera, et cetera. So utilizing those, that skill set, that toolbox um, to see what else you can do. Well, thank you for making time to talk with me, Karen. Of course, Rachel. Happily. I'm so excited. <laughs> You've been listening to Going Legit with Rachel Dorsey. This episode was produced by me and it was executive produced by my company, Bone and Gold. It was edited by my husband, Drew, and the original composition is by Taylor Joshua Rankin. These episodes were recorded and edited and produced while our kids were in the other room or maybe even on our laps, because you got to do what you got to do in times of corona. If you're interested in more small business resources, if you're interested in coaching around pivoting or coaching around business planning while things are slow, feel free to check it out at goinglegit.co. We've got a whole season of episodes there. We've got worksheets, we've got uh, articles, and we've got uh, workshops, and we've got coaching resources. So check us out at goinglegit.co if you're curious. Again, please share with your friends. The more people that hear this, the more people will feel a connection and maybe it'll help us see a little light at the end of the tunnel. Stay well, stay healthy, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and share that toilet paper. Thank you.